This is the Roaring Elephant Podcast, and here is my co-host corresponding with me direct via email. Actually, no, he's not. He's talking to me real time. It's Jon. Hello, Jon. Uh, hi, Dave. But don't don't spoil the the, the 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 secrets here. The magic. I mean, we are sending frame by frame video, picture footage <laughs> drawn by hand by email. I mean, yeah, it takes a lot of time, but it, it's been working for ages. Why change? It's it's what makes our podcast artisanal. I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's plenty of stuff that makes this podcast artisanal, but let's not go into that. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, Yes, we're talking about email. Really? <laughs> well, not just us. I mean, the internet is ablaze on email. I mean, Apparently. looking through internet sources, we actually came, or even said, Dave came across this gem of an article. It is. It is. It's a, it's a true diamond in the rough, and it <laughs> explains why uh everyone needs to become more real time and why email is uh, is should be dead and buried and gone and all that sort of thing uh, uh so just quick disclosure the uh, the article itself is written by a guy named uh, Andrew Filev who funnily enough is the founder and ceo of uh Reiki, which is a collaborative work management platform who'd have thought it Anyway, um, the article kind of talks about the fact about, you know, oh, email, email's terrible. People waste so much time on email. Can I, can I interrupt you there? Yep. For the fun of it, I just went to their website, their front page. I just clicked on the little link to Reiki in the, in the article there. Guess what yeah. pops up as the first thing? Please enter your business email. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear but uh but emails e emails emails that emails outdated surely no more need for email so unless of right course unless of course you're signing up to their um their trial or oh, whatever gosh. it is you have to do there sorry anyway so that's yeah so apparently email maybe maybe is useful after all who'd have thunk it the the, the article talks about a, a few different topics, uh, but I, I think it it talks about the evolution of email from the type of organization that honestly I I don't think I've been part of since probably the early 90s. Like the type of organization where email is the only and primary method of communication. And it talks about how companies need to evolve from that to more real-time methods. And yeah, it was the very much early 90s was the last time I was employed in an organization where that was the case. I haven't been anywhere where there wasn't some form of additional like real-time messaging platform, video conferencing, or even just previous to that, audio conferencing, um, the, Don't forget IRC. The, well, yeah, yes. I <laughs> have been part of organizations that, that uh, IRC was the primary, but that, you know, that's just another example of a, uh, uh, a sort of a, a chat system. But the, I don't know, the article is just strange as far as I'm concerned. Like it, it feels like something plucked out of the early 2000s. 
What do you think? Um, it's a fun thing to talk about because, to be honest, everybody hates email. Every morning, <laughs> you start your workday, you go to your computer, you start your web client, you start your email client. There's a bunch of stuff that you really don't want to deal with You because you want to spend time looking at YouTube videos instead. That just could just be me. Um, but nobody really likes email, so being able to propose that you have a way of removing that burden from our life, uh, it's just uh, an easy way to write an article, and it comes up from time to time, just like 3D TV also comes up from time to time, and it's never been a good idea. Uh, <laughs> so is it strange? I guess not. The thing that is strange, however, is why do you need to kill something even if something new is perhaps better? I mean, sure, electrical cars are the way of the future. It's the way it's going to happen. Show me one car manufacturer that has stopped making uh, gasoline-powered vehicles and only does electrical vehicles today. And no, you can't say Tesla because they never made an old types uh, vehicle. They only made electrical, so they don't qualify to my question. Uh -huh. I mean, it's stupid to just kill it off because something else is better. It's Nothing is all good and all bad. And email definitely has, at least for me, a lot of positives. Yeah, I mean, the, there's, there's so much that makes this kind of laughable to me. It, it talks about the fact that uh, a recent study, and, and then the study is never actually identified at all whatsoever. There's so got to be one. Who knows? Like, maybe he did a study of his own work habits. Who knows? But 15.5 hours of a week spent sending and checking emails, or 20 full weeks of the year. And, uh, and, and then it says, to make matters work, around half of this time is being wasted needlessly checking for updates deleting spam and sending personal emails like i i don't get it i don't understand like maybe maybe i've been uh shielded by the fact that i've had worked at places where with competent people running <laughs> sort of the, the technology systems but the last time that i had to spend any time deleting spam out of my inbox again was probably uh, probably not early uh, probably not late 90s it was probably kind of early 2000 early to mid 2000s like that that's just never been a thing like for personal you know people that are signed up to all sorts of junk then maybe i can get it but for, for company email systems really like just doesn't doesn't align with like my worldview for sure no, this is really blast from the past for me as well. I mean, anti-spam functionality is built in in the most uh, email clients. All email servers have something. I mean, I run my own email server just because I like to fiddle with things. Because spam assassin on top of that with Amazon Day, Club Day, it kind of filters all that stuff out. I do get a daily virus, a daily spam email in my mailbox, which is my result yeah. of my backup which is written in such a way that the spam filter still detects it as a spam. <laughs> but that's about it. I mean, and yeah, that should be taken care of. And the other things he mentions, uh, I mean, personal emails, if I send them during my business day, you can be pretty damn sure that those aren't a waste of time because if they were, I wouldn't be sending them during my business hours. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just... I don't really understand the picture that this person is painting of email. It just feels 
anachronistic. Like it doesn't feel wow. like it. It's, sort it's of, a marketing thing, right? I mean, if you have something yeah. new and okay, it's not bad, but it's not revolutionary better. Well, how can you make your thing look better? Well, by making the other stuff look worse. <laughs> yeah, I think that's absolutely fair. I mean, the, it, the the article doesn't actually go on to talk about what the solution is. Obviously, the solution is that's definitely a big to miss. <laughs> well, it, it is and it isn't. Like it, it's it's clearly it's clearly a basically it's an article disguised as marketing. So it's like you clearly they clearly want you to visit this this company's website and then put your email address in, as Jan pointed out ironically, um, and uh, and and go and try their revolutionary new view of things, but. You know, I, I, if you step back from email as a particular topic here and you think um, sort of on a wider scale of knowledge management kind of generally, you know, that you've got instant messaging solutions of some kind or other, whether you're using, um, you know, Slack or HipChat or... Um, Discord, yeah, Discord, or any variety of IRC, um, which is yeah, still, still a very dear place in my heart, um, or you know any form of you know many companies have their own, believe it or not, um, private kind of chat system developed internally. I once worked at a, a bank that had a. Let's see, I can't actually use the name of it, but the the name of the bank was embedded in the name of the chat service, and but yes, they built that themselves. And I never understood why it was terrible. Anyway, uh, the you see, you know, those kind of systems. You see a variety of of sort of upcoming knowledge management platforms that are trying to sort of provide ways for employees to collaborate easier, find data easier, um, communicate with each other, communicate with each other in ways that are not just sending or sharing links to wikis and things like that and you've got you know a lot of other technologies that are built around collaboration and email is just one part of an overall knowledge management strategy yeah. i i think that the the overall topic of knowledge management is incredibly difficult and I, I don't think it is something that you can solve in the majority of cases. You know, you've got a variety of solutions that are then, you know, document stores, whether you use, you know, Box or Google Drive or Dropbox or, you know, any number of other sort of solutions. And these these things are all just tools and technologies that are part of a knowledge management sort of uh, practice or structure or you know, set of decisions you make, but almost none of those things can you exclude entirely. It just doesn't, just doesn't make sense like that. Yeah, I mean, you have to be careful not to use duplicates of stuff using Google Drive and Box, for instance. I mean, why? Maybe you have a reason, probably you don't. But all of these things have a different way of communicating with people or storing stuff. Now there is currently, and I'm going kind of a little bit, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a moment at the moment some way people are looking at making universal searches across all these different things so that yeah. all of your email your box content your pdfs and file shares all become searchable through a single interface and not an easy thing to do so i don't really think there's any really 
100% complete solutions out there yet, but it's definitely something working on. And email is always a part of those uh, underlying sources because, I mean, for me, the biggest advantage of email is that everybody can use it without having to connect to my server or use my client or use something I need to download first and things like that. Because using something like uh, Discord or IRC, I mean, IRC actually today is kind of hard to use. Mm. I mean, it was always hard, but in the in the olden days, that was normal. Internet was hard, get used to it. Uh, today, people are used to email, just give me your email address and I know how to send you an email. You don't have to tell me anything more. Yeah. IRC. Yeah. I challenge you to find a person today who, except the IRC experts, of course, but generally people, they wouldn't know if I tell them, go to a hash roaring elephant. Sorry, channel doesn't exist, don't try. Hmm. Uh, Okay, which server are you on? What network are you on? What's the client I have to use? It's hard. And this is also valid for Slack, for other kind of things, because you need to kind of know the ecosystem before you can actually use it. Mm. And email, because of its age, because of its ubiquitousness, if that's a word, it is now. Ubiquity, maybe? No, it, it's ubiquitousness. The fact that it is ubiquitous. <laughs> yeah. I say I, I make new words every day, and that's how I survive. But... Everybody has a mail client. Phones come with it preloaded with reasonably easy ways of configuring your accounts on there. So there is nobody out there over the age of five that doesn't have an email app that can just work. And yeah. that's why on their own website, the way to connect to them is by email. They don't put their join us our Slack channel here. Yeah. If you know what Slack is and you use it for the rest, it's easy. But only a fraction of people have that. Yeah, and it's one of those things we we talked about on the uh, the last uh, um, sort of news topic related uh, episode. We talked like data has gravity. Well, communication also has gravity. You know, you're not going to um, you're not going to for the majority of cases. If you wanted to contact a a company, you're probably going to send them an email, or you're going to. Um, you know, fill in a thing on their web form or you're going to go to their web chat, you're probably not going to join their Slack channel necessarily unless it's an organization that has a significant presence there and you expect to be talking to them on a very regular basis. You know, the, the things like um, you know, instant messaging sort of clients, you've got you know, WhatsApp and Signal and, and you know, so many different others. Um, Facebook Messenger, God forbid, but the the communication has gravity as well. You know, I personally, I still happen to use uh, WhatsApp uh, a lot, and do I agree with all of the tracking and everything else? Dear God, no, I think it's terrible. But the fact is that if I want to talk to you know, builders, electricians, um, you know, a whole bunch of tradespeople, I they're not on Signal or a whole bunch of other different platforms. Most of them, you know, probably 90 plus percent of them are on WhatsApp. You know, family that are not particularly tech savvy, most of them also on WhatsApp. So the this idea around, and again, a lot of them are also on email, but sometimes you want to have a, a quick exchange of, uh, of, of, you know, comments or topics or discussion. And sometimes you just want 
to share a quote or something like that. And it doesn't make sense to do that in a in a chat app or something like that. It makes far more sense to do that in in, a, in an email. So it's just th this whole idea about you know one one piece of this knowledge management infrastructure or whatever you want to call it is all of a sudden kind of oh obsolete stop using it like don't use an email system for chat that probably makes sense <laughs> don't use an email system for um let's see yeah don't don't list that use an email system to send frame by frame um the <laughs> <laughs> the individual <laughs> slices of video of our podcast. Yeah, that probably also makes sense. But that doesn't mean that like email does not have value. Yeah, though I must say that when I changed from WhatsApp to Telegraph, I had a lot more free time. It killed mm -hmm. my social life, which I almost <laughs> didn't have anyway. But... Uh... <laughs> I mean, just put everything on Twitter. I mean, that way everybody knows you don't have to care about if they read it or not. <laughs> oh, um, but no, so, I mean, does, does, does Twitter fit into your your enterprise knowledge management <laughs> infrastructure? I would have to have a private Twitter that runs in my data center, so there's no private, yeah. whatever. Yeah. No, I mean, there's tools for different things. And for me, it's always use the tools correctly and then the tool will work for you and a lot of yep. the problems that are being uh, attributed to email are actually because you're using it wrong sorry yeah and using an email as a conversation tool that's horrible i mean i used yeah. to have a boss that expected that whenever he sent an email to you you replied within the minute personally i read email twice a day once in the morning between 10 and 11 and once in the afternoon between uh, three and four if you want to get me instant, that's where instant messaging is for. Yeah. Things like WhatsApp for family stuff or internally in the company, Slack. Yeah, exactly. And that's basically how you do it. For persisting things that are company-wide important, you have wikis, you have um, Google groups if you want to use that. I hate those, but anyway, there's, there's stuff for that. If you want to store your own information that came in hey, via email, because it's an external customer or person or partner who does not have actually internal stuff. What do you want me to do? Copy that to a Slack message to myself? So, I, no, I have a fairly sophisticated but simple email folder setup, tags set up their tags. That works very well for me. Again, use the tool for what it's built for and don't just disparage it because there's something new in the horizon. Shiny, yeah. shiny object syndrome. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's there's no shortage of of shiny object syndrome uh, in discussion here. But the the sort of the final kind of piece on this is, I I just I don't really think this is so much about email specifically. I think this this whole kind of conversation is just about how you how you access information across your organization. And yeah, I think Jan kind of hit it, hit the nail on the head, like use, use the, the tools for what they were designed to do. Don't try and smash, you know, square peg into round hole. You're not going to have a, a good or a fun, fun time of it. Uh, and, and email is just one of those things. Like there's nothing, nothing magical or, or, particularly yeah. obsolete about it and in fact i i see more and more as people have moved 
further and further into real-time um, solutions for so much that actually I'm, I'm certainly starting to see and, and have seen over the last probably close to 10 years ago, uh, 10 years now, that actually I think people could start to benefit from using email more. And in fact, I think some people default now to a lot of instant um, instant communication methods when actually that information would be better shared via emails. You know, as a really simple example, you know, conversations where, you know, you, you're sharing a, a chunk of information with people via a direct message. Often you can't add people to direct messages. So then that information gets effectively lost. You know, it's not available to uh, anyone else in the organization. So then then what do you do with that? You know, you do you then, you know, create a, a channel for every single set of interactions you have? Well, that that's also kind of insane. So that there's, there's still a lot of things that I think email does well. But I, I do sort of worry that more and more people are getting to the point where they don't even think about using email anymore. They, they instantly just think about, oh, I'll post that on Slack or Discord or whatever, whatever um, system is used. And, uh, and then that, that information is essentially lost. You know, I, I yes, the, all these platforms have searches, but there's, you know, the larger your organization gets, the the larger and larger volume of data is going to be, you know, pushing through that. And it becomes like throwing a, a, a stick into into a, a river and, and kind of watching it kind of vanish. You know, it used to be a time in a, in a small organization where you, know, you could go away for a week and then come back and you could catch up on Slack. Like, as, as organizations get larger and larger, that's just it's just not feasible anymore. Like there's such a huge volume of, of of data happening on things like these kind of platforms. It's just just doesn't make sense anymore. So yeah, there's there's a, a lot of things to unpack in this conversation, I think. Yeah, and I really have a problem with their conclusion where they say it served us well for 50 years, but it's time to move on and take the next step. Becoming a real-time enterprise is a dream worth chasing. I don't have a problem with that. Yes, being becoming a real-time company is a good thing to do for most uh, organizations, but no company is only real-time. Yep. Real-time is have something on top of the normal snail pace of the business, which is always going to be present. Can you, could, could you imagine just, just to, uh, just to sidestep this for a little bit, can you imagine just your only method of knowledge transfer, knowledge sharing is something like Slack? Like no Google Docs, no you know wiki or platform like that, no email. Like all you've got is 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 Slack. Like it would yeah. be horrible. I can imagine that. I can imagine myself working somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But another thing that I want to mention here is that the tool also kind of dictates the language that's being used. Mm. And Slack message. When I look at mine, to be honest, full of typos, nonsensical sentences, just to quickly communicate something. Email, I will write an email, I will reread the email, rearrange the email, send the email. 
there's a difference there as well because the the data gravitas not gravity but gravitas of an mm-hmm. email from me is higher than a slack message because people hopefully again use the tool correctly have spent more time on crafting that piece of knowledge in that medium if you don't if you put that same amount of effort on your slack messages <laughs> you're using that tool wrong that's not what it's supposed to be doing there so there's a difference there as well and coming back to the fact real time is one thing but i also want a snail pace one if you start sending me you already said if you do conversations and email you're doing it wrong but if you start sending me weekly progress reports in slack don't expect me to read those mm. I don't expect that there. And again, I read my mail twice a day because I don't want to get interrupted too much by email. My Slack, I do let myself interrupt because I'm expecting Slack messages to be urgent. Yeah. That stuff isn't urgent. I don't want to see it on the Slack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it, make, it makes a lot of sense. Like a, there's, a, there's a definite disconnect between uh, this kind of marketing blurb and, and the reality of a, a modern... A mo- the way a modern company uh, operates, I think. Yeah, mm. it's all back to the dough magic. Yep, absolutely. Well, on that bombshell, I think so. Then that is all the time you have for today. You can support this podcast. You can become a patron. Every contribution does help. We are on YouTube. Go and look up some videos there. Put up our little uh, viewerships there. Hit notifications bells. Dave likes that. No idea why, but he likes all the YouTube stuff. So I have to say this every time you end an episode. That's just how it works. You can still go to www.roaringalpha.org for a link to the Patreon page and more information about the podcast. That's the website that I maintain, which is way better than YouTube. And you can follow me on Twitter using the ad Roaring Elephant tag. You can also still send your feedback to, weirdly enough, this email address, podcast at roaringalpha.org. <laughs> Not going to go away anytime soon because we basically don't have a Slack. We should maybe set up a Discord. I don't know. But uh, until then, my name is. Should we set up a set? Should we set up a Discord, Jon? And my name is. Uh, you can find me in uh, Hash Roaring Elephant on. Uh, let's see which QuakeNet. There we go. <laughs> and he's called Dave, by the way. He, he he forgot to say that. But we both still look forward to talking to you again next week. See you then. And don't forget, you can subscribe to this podcast by email as well. It's on the website. Yeah, we'll we'll mail you copies of it. (laughs) Just kidding, we won't. No, actually we do. It's built in. (laughs) 